Welcome to Hello Accountability. We're your hosts, Brittany Holloway and Alicia Mitchell. We're two moms serving our families in completely different seasons of life who understand the value of spending time daily in God's word. Our hope for this podcast is to welcome accountability into our personal lives and introduce our listeners to how fulfilling and simple daily fellowship with the Lord can be. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Hello Accountability. I'm Brittany. And I'm Alicia. And we are blowing around in the Mm. Oklahoma wind today. It is so hot and miserable and windy. Yucky. I almost blew over. Yeah. I was like just standing out on the playground today and like the grass was just like, it was gross. Everywhere. Dust. Dirt. Dust. Yesterday, I was like, this is going to give us all the dust pneumonia. I just read a book about that. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, that's what they got during the dust bowl. Um, your, the lung, their lungs would fill with dust. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I guess they had to work outside. Yeah, and like their homes didn't have the type of insulation we had. I mean, it was like, it was so bad. Oh. The dust was so bad. It would just pile up in their homes. They'd have like the du- dust tornadoes, basically. It would just be. Oh my gosh! Couldn't that's see awful. in front of you. Have to tie tie lines from the barn to the house. Like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I kind of became obsessed with that for a little bit after I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have this type of weather. I'm like, it's like the dust bowl a little bit. <laughs> Thankfully, we live in a more modern age. <laughs> that's true. We have we have some asphalt around. We have some tree lines that help that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, how's your week been? Well, it's been kind of fast and furious. Uh, Monday morning, we left for State One Act and did tech set up and took the kids to Goodwill and they shopped for costumes and we went trick or treating and, and, oh, where did we go? Neighborhood in Oklahoma City. I can't remember which one it was. Crown Heights, I think, maybe, or Capitol Hill. And then, did dinner. And then the next morning we got up and everybody got dressed and ready. And we went and performed one act and Cherokee chiefs theater is state champions. How many years in a row? This is number four in a row. Number seven, I think total. That's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Um, There was one year in there that my son was participating two years that my son was participating, that they were runner up. And then now my youngest son, Evan, every year he participated, they were state champions. So it was Evan. That's the reason they won. Yes. It was Evan. Evan. (laughs) Not really. No, not really. But so that's kind of cool. But yeah, it was fun. We had a, we had a really good time and it was different this year because I didn't have anybody participating, like my own children participating. So I'm the driver basically. Yeah. You know, the kind of the quote unquote assistant coach, although I do know real coaching more, (laughs) more of like I open up my purse, they all throw their phones in it while they perform and they get their phones out after and I drive them places. That's about what I do, but it's fun. And such an important part of it though. is. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was lots of excitement. We weren't sure, but it's the fantastic Mr. Fox and lots of fun. So yeah, that's what I did. And then Got home late Tuesday night, worked yesterday, church last night, and yeah, 
It's Here been a are. kind of a busy week. Yeah. So how about you? I don't know. I've actually, it's so weird because I've had a good week in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I have this, some weird, I don't know, not really health stuff, kind of health stuff. I don't know. It's just some weird stuff happening. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of frustrated that I can't catch a break in that front. So yeah, that's, that's just kind of a thing. That's hard. So I'm balancing, like, I'm still, I am having a good week, mm-hmm. but that's just kind of like on the underlier. So right. It's just annoying. It, it is frustrating when you have like something going on and you're not quite sure what it is yet, but you're still able to function. Yeah. So people are like, you're fine. You're like, actually, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if I am. But yeah. That is really, no. really hard. But so that's all I'm going to say on that. Okay. Well, prayers for that. Yeah. For sure. So, so how was your reading this week? Studying, quiet time, mm, time with the Lord? Time with the Lord. Well, let me just say this. I'm not giving excuses. I always say that before I give an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but we recorded on Sunday. Yeah. And it's, this is Thursday. So it's been four days. Mm-hmm. And so very little has occurred in my quiet time between Sunday and Thursday. Basically a handful of verses because you're reading old Testament, which requires like big chunks Mm. of history reading. And since I'm reading in John, I'm really trying to like look at the verses because Jesus is interacting with the people in these verses. So I kind of like, chew on like five or six verses a day and then I may continue to chew on those or I may be, you know, so like I feel what I have to say won't be much, but that's not about me. It's just about like, I feel like it's going to be more than what I have to say, (laughs) but this is real life, you know? And honestly, Brittany, we've, you know, we we're just talking about this, doing this for 24 weeks Mm -hmm. every week, which is incredible. And I, we love it. Love it. Love it. Is that half a year? No, there's 52 weeks in a year. So, right. Yeah. It's more than we started in May. So at 26 weeks, that would be half of a year. Oh, I know. We're almost there. Math. I know math now. <laughs> I know long division right now. I was just thinking 25 and 25 is 50, but right, 52 weeks. So not quite half a year. <laughs> you know long division. I know subtracting across the zeros. So see, we're, yeah, adding. We're neither one of us are doing adding no. right now. Mm-mm. So um, anyway, so there's going to be weeks. You know, out of 25 weeks, there's probably been more than one week where it's been like, well, this has been kind of uh, not as deep as I should have gone this yeah. week. And that's real life. That is real life. And it's not about staying in that like, oh, I should have done more. It's about going, okay, moving forward. What am I going to do next week? You know, and it may be the same as I did this week. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I was in John 6 and I was in John I really focused on verses 16 through 21 and then a little bit past that as well. Um, so last week we were talking about how he, Jesus was feeding the 5,000 plus on the mountain. And so after that feast, the, the disciples get in a boat and start heading to Capernaum. 
and it was night and the sea was rough and they had rowed out about uh, three or four miles, which that's pretty far. Rowing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I'm in a kayak and I go like a hundred <laughs> yards, I think I've gone a really far away. <laughs> and then sometimes if the wind is in my favor, I'm like, I will never make it back now because that's, it blew me out there, you know? So four, three to four miles, that's quite a bit. Um, so at this point, they see Jesus walking toward them. And the disciples were frightened. There was a big, like, a storm happening. There were waves. The sea was rough. They look out. They see Jesus walking toward them, and they are afraid. You know, I'm sure it was like, you know, like when your adrenaline's pumping from one thing, and then something's like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, kind of like a scare jump. Maybe Jesus scare jumped them. Yeah. Jump scared them. Jump scare <laughs> jumped them. Jump scared them. And so Jesus is walking toward them. The disciples were frightened. And Jesus told them that it was him. He's like, I'm Jesus. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. And the scripture says they were happy that he was with them on the boat. And then in verse 21 is interesting. It says they were immediately at the land where they were going. So Jesus gets on the boat with them or walks up to them. And then immediately the boat is where it's going. So like, it's like a, just this trans, like fast transportation to Weird. Weird. I've never heard of this. Yeah. And the other, um, the other gospels don't talk about that. Just John. And I'm not sure why, but the other gospels just talk about the storm and Jesus saying, don't worry, it's just me. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. I don't really understand or know why that that is so significant, but it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I just like to think of him like going, woo, like, it's just like, <laughs> like, like on a speedboat. Yeah. Like Jesus, like the motor and he's just like holding on to it and just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, that's just what I picture. And I may ask my son to draw that for me later. I might, I will actually. He needs to. Yeah. He needs to. So I don't know if Jesus, like, I don't know what happened. It doesn't say just this, like, it, it literally says, um, then they were glad to take him on the boat and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going immediately. Not like, not like five seconds later, but immediately he steps on the boat and they are where they're supposed to be. So he like transports them with him. So there's definitely some cool, like flu powder, flu powder stuff happening there. (laughs) Jesus showing his true like ability. Um, so, um, so there's this, of course, I feel like a very general application that, I've make from these verses typically, especially when there's rough waters and Jesus is included in it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, not, no matter what you're going through the rough waters, Jesus is there, he's with you and he, um, can bring calmness in the, in the midst of that. Um, but I kind of chose to focus on Jesus's words in that part of scripture because he says, it is, I do not be afraid. And, it just occurred to me that where Jesus is, there cannot be fear. Where Jesus is, there has to be peace. Where he's existing in, hmm. you know, where you're putting, turning that over to him. Like he, he can't, I guess what I said, what I mean to say is fear doesn't exist in him. You know, he, there's, you know, he's, he's not afraid. He knows, he knows the outcome. And so when we're going through something and we have our eyes on him, like you're my peace, you're however you're going to handle this, whether you're going to just like sit in the boat with me while it's rocky, or you're going to immediately move me to the other shore. Jesus is there. And he says, 
simple words. It's I don't be afraid. Like it's me. I'm here. Just like we say to our children, like when they get scared in the night, don't worry, I'm here. You know, don't be afraid. And that's what he's saying to them. And I'm sure it was a scary thing being out that far in the water and the sea Mm -hmm. and then seeing it like a, like a figure walking towards you on the water would be strange. Um, so then verse 22, we find the people actively looking for Jesus back on the mountain where he had fed them. And when they realize he's not there in verse 24, um, they get in their boats and they go to find him. And the people find Jesus and ask him how he got there because they had noticed back on the mountain that um, the disciples had all gotten in a boat and Jesus wasn't with them. So they're like, wait, there's only one boat here. How did you get here, Jesus? And so they're like trying to focus on this miracle that had happened because they're kind of on that high from the miracle that happened with feeding the 5,000. And he's like, Jesus responds with a statement to help bring clarity to their hearts. This is kind of how I felt it was. It said, you are not seeking me because of my signs. You're seeking me because of what I have to offer you, the bread of life. So I think so often we're drawn into like, not that Jesus was smoke and mirrors. I don't mean that, but like the, the things that seem like tantalizing or whatever, even in the like church or spiritual realm, whether Mm -hmm. that's like, you know, an amazing fellowship time or really cool Christian concert or something like that. We kind of get drawn into that, like, Ooh. And then Jesus is like, no, wait, what you really seek, whether you realize it or not, you're really seeking me. You're really seeking who I am. You're seeking the bread. That's what's going to bring you sustenance. And not that these miraculous things weren't important because they were obviously drawing people to Christ, but he's saying, I bring you just exactly what you need. Um, And I think oftentimes we think that we have to have a lot of big things and big stories to bring people to Christ when he is all we need and he is all they need. His salvation, his grace, his forgiveness. Um. And so that's really where I left off this week, not getting all through the whole rest of the chapters, chapter six, but um, just with that thought, like, you know, maybe the whole point of feeding the 5,000 was so he could have that conversation with them. Like, look, I know you've seen this and I know you think it's miraculous, but honestly, what you need, kind of like he told the woman at the well. You know, yeah. let me give you something that you'll never have to thirst again. Let me give you something that you'll never be hungry again, because I am that for you. I'm that portion for you. So, yeah, well, that's good. That was, that was my abbreviated week of study. <laughs> Not like I normally like to do, but it's okay. No, I mean, it you was know, really good. It's, there's always some, and that's the thing, I guess we should, I hope people hear from us is that it's not about just like being perfect in God's word because it can't be, you know, but even just taking a few verses and chewing on them for however long you need to and thinking about them and not just like, well, good. I read my few verses. I'm going to move on, but really trying to think about them. And I think that's actually what I was kind of lacking this week where it felt like I just couldn't, I don't know. I just wasn't able to, I read them and I reread them, but I didn't feel like I was like chewing on yeah. them. Like, no, no, I get that. So um, anyway, better week ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you? Um, I was able to read 
a little bit. Um, Joshua seven, no, Joshua 18 and 19. Um, which I just had a hard time like focusing on what I was reading just because we're just to kind of a point where it's, um, a little bit repetitive, just kind of Mm. describing the inheritances for each of the tribes. And just with all the things going on with me, I just, I spent a lot more time journaling and just trying to get my thoughts out and like kind of pray, you know, just trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and so, I mean, honestly, I don't have anything to really talk about in regards to what I read in those two chapters. Um, but you know, this week I spent a lot of time sitting on my couch when I was journaling and we have this scripture above our, um, TV that I made, um, because I couldn't ever find one with the, all the scriptures uh, mm. that I wanted combined. Cause they always cut off in my opinion, the most important one. Um, and so that scripture is found in Philippians, Philippians four, starting in verse six. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And... um, me and my husband, we like adding verse eight into that. That's usually not included when mm. that uh, six and seven is um, quoted together. Um, you know, anxiety is a big part of my life. It's something mm. that I struggle with. And I have pages of notes this week of, you know, why do I know the things that get me out of my anxious thinking? I know the things that make it stop. Um, mm. And when I do, I sit and I ponder this and I remember it. I allow the God to be God in that um, you know, I find that peace that you're talking about. Mm. Like I invite him into it, but I'm like, why, why can't I keep him there all the time? Like I always push him away almost mm. not really. I just don't invite him in to all of it. Right. And uh, I wrote about that a lot this week, just trying to like, why, why don't I invite him into every moment of my life? Mm. You know, I, I kind of step back and kind of let my mind and my control take over, like trying to figure it out and make it make sense, make my own waves peak calm, you know, like I'm going to calm my waves somehow. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't, you know, but when I sit Mm. there and I allow Jesus to take over, that's when I, it all calms. Absolutely. And I can sit there in the middle of that boat Mm -hmm. and just be fine. Right. Because he's there. Mm-hmm. And you know, no matter what happens, if the waves keep going or if they calm, it's like, well, Jesus is here. Yeah. And yeah, that's good. So, I mean, that's honestly, that's been my week since mm-hmm. Sunday, really. Which, I mean, that is, there are weeks like that when you're going through something that feels like, I just don't know that I can wrap my mind around this history right now. I need to think about like what what Jesus can say to me in this circumstance, because that's his word is there for us to learn, but it's also there for us to comfort us, mm-hmm. you know, and you, just as a, it works alongside the Holy spirit to bring that comfort to us. Yeah. But, that's good. So, I mean, 
honestly, I mean, it ties in kind of well with you. You were just mm-hmm. saying as you were talking, I was just like, I felt like what you studied was for me, right? You know, like yeah. what I needed to hear and what I needed to, you know, learn today mm-hmm. and in the midst of this. Yeah. And I just think that's so cool. And a lot of things that we miss if we don't spend time talking with other mm. believers about what's going on in our lives and what we're struggling with and what God's teaching us. Right. That's the point, you know, that we learn from other people or we encourage other people. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about that with our students last night, like, you know, going yeah. on mission together. Right. Um, yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be alone. You know, I think it's interesting that disciples were always together mm-hmm. and doing their things together in that, that's what, I mean, Jesus was helping them to see what Christian fellowship looked like even then while he was still there to kind of direct them in that way. Like, you know, and he wasn't always there directly with them. Obviously, they got in the right. boat and they went on and he joined them. And so, he, I mean, he's always there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Physically. So he was not physically present. Yeah. But that's good. So that's so, all I got. Well, I'm going to pray that that piece is strong with you yeah. all week. Yep. Very good. Well, would you like me to pray and we'll sure. close up? All yep. right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, um, we thank you for this day. I thank you for Brittany and I thank you for her her heart and her desire to just feel your peace, Lord. I just ask that you would just make yourself known to her all week in and how she's feeling, Lord, and in her interactions with you. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it never is without substance, Lord, that it's always has something to draw from. And we're thankful that you allow us to have it and to read it and to soak it in. Lord, we love you. And we just um, ask a prayer of thanksgiving and blessing for anyone who's listening, Lord. And we just ask that you would uh, meet them where they're at and speak into their lives. We love you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Hello Accountability. We pray that today has been an encouragement to you. And we would love if you would join us on our Facebook group if you are looking for some accountability. That's why it's there, um, just so you can come and find accountability for your daily time, maybe share your experiences. And we hope to see you there. 